your home for live commentary. Gold Sport. Joining me on the show today is Auckland writer Peter Jansen, who's travelled extensively and photographed throughout New Zealand um, all sorts of uh, things. He's back written a few books, uh, A Walk a Day, excellent short walks in the North Island, short walks in the South Island, New Zealand pubs, that's one of my favourites. And now the latest book from Peter Jansen and Elizabeth Anderson is High Hopes and Big Dreams, 165 New Zealand small towns in their twilight. Peter, good morning. Good morning. You must know the back New Zealand like the back of your hand now. Well, I, well, I've travelled a lot over the last probably fifteen plus years, and, and and doing the other books, and so I do. I can I can get most places without a map until I get down to street. Then I need a map. Let's talk about this book. I hope big dreams, and it's all about you've profiled one hundred and sixty five small historic towns in New Zealand that once flourished, but now they're fading away. Yep, not necessarily fading away. Not, you, you, they range from towns which have completely vanished, you know, the Lyles or Wairongamais, to towns which have uh, significantly diminished in their importance, for something like Collingwood, Gold Town, but now is a little, buzzy little tourist town. So some of them have found a purpose, um, others not so much. Was there a common theme in a lot of those towns that started to fade away? They certainly are economically related, and there are some themes of uh, coastal ports, and everywhere around New Zealand uh, in the early days, it was really, really difficult to travel, so people went by sea. And those as roads went in the town, the ports faded. The same can be say, said about railway towns. You know, the railway arrives, town flourishes, railway closes, town not so flash. Then you get the economic ones, which are based around something like a cheese factory or and the cheese factories in New Zealand are just everywhere. The dairy factories, it's, I think it's something we've forgotten about. Um, the other one that is um, coal, obviously, and coal towns, I have to say, are universally quite grim because they have declined in relatively recent years and then of course gold um, and gold towns least had the decency to flourish very briefly and then largely disappear completely so there, there are there are themes that run through that you're talking timber about towns, the other one we forget about actually timber yes um, and, you know, the timber runs out the town packs up and moves on you talked about dairy farms, cheese uh, farms, or cheese factories. I mean, if you travel through Taranaki, right through, it's just dotted with cheese factories and dairy factories, isn't it, that are now not being used? No, that's right. And some, some have just gone to decline or others have been repurposed. But you go in that Rangatiki country up behind Palmerston North up to sort of Rangawahia and Apiti, and there were cheese uh, dairy factories up there as well. So, you know, when we forget that the farms were small and you could make a living off, you know, 20, 30 acres basically and 20 cows, and that's all just vanished. That, that type of um, uh, uh, industry is gone. There's some there's some wonderful towns in the South Island. You've divided the, the book into into regions, haven't you? So in the South Island, for instance, um, Central Otago features quite a bit. The Roxburgh area and places like that. Yeah, but you again when Central Otago, with Central Otago, you tend to get the gold story, yeah. and that and I have to be honest, that tends to repeat it. So I've tended to add some interesting things in Fruitlands, which was a, a town which was a gold town, then flourished um, as an orchard town. It was just a disaster. They just got the whole thing wrong. You have Beaumont, which again. Um, was more of a transport town. It was as far up uh, the Clutha River as the ferries could go. And then you have the amazing vanished hydro village at Roxburgh, this huge town, which they just packed up, 
moved away. It's gone. There's not, there's not, a, there's not a building left of it. It's amazing. One of my favourite small towns in the North Island of New Zealand, actually, is Whangamongama. And uh, you've got a chapter on Whangamongama. Absolutely. And, and, I mean, this is one that actually through it had a population, I think, when it declared its independence, like four people. And it still only has a population of 15, but it has a reputation way beyond that. And, and it gets down to the fact that it has that pub. And if a town can hang on to its pub and a school, there I say it, they will hang on to their community. And that's why you even get now where, you know, all these pine trees being planted and people say, oh, but the people move out. And when the school loses a few students and it, it gets closed down, then a lot of the heart of the community goes. So if you can hang on to your pub and you can hang on to your school, you're doing all right. Peter, was the one small town of the 165 in this book that really impressed you, that stood out to you? I really liked Collingwood, and it was a gold town. Uh, it was actually tipped at one stage. They came to Collingwood to see whether they were going to make it the capital of New Zealand. And, um, and then in the early 19th, uh, 20th century, it completely burnt down. But it's, it's a lovely small town. It's now the tourist base for that northwest Nelson area. It's got a pub. It's got a school. It's got a few things. It's only tiny. It's only maybe 100-odd people live there. But it's a lovely place. So if you're in that part of the world, um, you can do worse than base yourself in Collingwood. Absolutely love the book. The photography in it is absolutely magnificent. High hopes and big dreams. Peter, thank you for joining us. Thank you. That's Peter Jansen. It is a very, very good book out in bookshops now. High hopes and big dreams. Just looking through lots and lots of little towns through New Zealand. Muckatoo is featured in there uh, in the Bay of Plenty.